Hi everyone, good day to you all over the world. Welcome to Zoe Empower Living, a channel through which God's word transforms us and shapes the core of our beings, and a platform for by God to empower us for victorious living. I want to thank my brother and good friend, Bolaji Elisha Adepoju. Thank you for the privilege of sharing God's word with his people. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for what you are doing. And I thank God mostly for what God is doing in you and through you in this our generation. Um, as we continue on the series you started, which is Jesus on Jeans. I know that's unfathomable for religious folks and minds, seeing our Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, the eternal Word of God, on blue jeans and white sneakers, Walking the streets of Lagos and in battle. Come on, that's 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 so great. That's huge. And uh, from Bible history, we saw that that's how Jesus dressed, dressing in uh, in an Aramaic form. In fact, he almost spoke Aramaic. That is, assuming it was to be in our days, Jesus spoke pidgin English. <laughs> that is, just like for example, to be humorous, saying to Peter, Rocky, Alpha, waiting day for today now. <laughs> Amen. And you know, God has a sense of humor. But beyond that, it's for us to see what Jesus would do in the 21st century, how the 21st century Jesus would look like. All right. So let us pray. We thank you, Father, for your spirit by which we were born again. We thank you because we are seed by your very life within us. I ask that there is illumination by that spirit. I ask that there is understanding and help. And by this message, we gain impetus for action in the name of Jesus, that we are edified and Jesus himself glorified. Amen. Glory to God. All right. I'll be talking about Christianity and creativity, an added advantage or disadvantage. So let me say to you all over the world that Christianity is a great advantage in creativity all right and i'm going to talk personally because i'm a creative designer by skill and i'm going to talk about how my faith has driven creativity forward or saying does christianity have a place in design all right so get set everybody we are about to go on a very interesting adventure all right so i would like to start by reintroducing god to us you know we have known god to be a lot of things sometimes we even sing it in song in um, in nigeria the second stanza of our anthem says, O God of creation. And that's where I'm going to start from. I want to reintroduce the God of creation to you. You know, in the beginning, Genesis, the book of the beginnings, says that in the beginning, that's the first three words, in the beginning. Then the word that comes next is the Hebrew word Elohim. The word hello means means the eternal creator. So that is to say, in the beginning, hello him. That is, in the beginning of things, there is a man, or sorry, sorry for using the word man, because God is not a man. Hallelujah. The Bible says God is a spirit. That is, there is a spirit behind the beginning. And it says, in the beginning, hello him, in which English translates to be God, created. That is, what Elohim does is that Elohim creates. That is, I'm reintroducing the God we have always known, God, miracle-working God, the God that turns water to wine and did all, all of that. I'm telling you, the first contact we have with God, even from the pages of scripture, is that God is a creator. A creator means creative. And creative means God plays premium on creativity. That is, God believes in creativity. Every man's action is a product of his belief. So, God being creative shows to us that God believes solely 
in creativity. You no, know, we see it from the introduction that God creates. Yes, God is creative. Look at the world. Come on, look, look around you. The trees, the beautiful color of nature. No, it isn't God that painted color to us. No, in, in art class when they're talking about color, look at they say the green leaf. You no, know, the, the, the leaf green. Uh, you know, look at the water. The skies are blue. You no, know, looking at the human beds. Talking about melody. Now that's that's awesome. That's awesome creativity, and it flows from Genesis chapter one till the end. And from the last verse of that scripture, Genesis chapter one verse thirty-one, scripture said, "God saw all He had created." Other translation says, "All He has made." And he saw that they are good. That his creativity is valid. Creativity is good. It's it's the work of God's hand. Now and then, then we see moving from there, looking at the children of Israel, journey from the garden to the children of Israel to Moses. How that God has shown Moses, Genesis 25, verse 40, verse 40. God has shown Moses a mental picture of what a tabernacle should look like. And for him to bring that mental picture into reality, God reintroduced two men to him. He said, Go and talk to Bezalel, the son of Uri, and Aholiab, the son of Abimashak. He said, I have planted in them wisdom. So I'm going to tell us that I'm in the creative industry for over seven years of my life now, that the creative industry is hinged on something. Or creativity, as it were, is hinged on a spiritual pivot called wisdom. And wisdom is not earthly. Wisdom is, is, is not what... We can just say, okay, this is wisdom, like a tree. This is wisdom, like a cup of water. Go and take it, go and drink it. You get more creative. No. Creativity is spiritual. It's, it deals with that essence of man that is not tangible. That is, it takes the spirit of a man and the soul of a man to interact with the creative world. All right? I, I think you are getting me. All right, let me show you. Read Exodus chapter 35, verse 30. I read in ISV. Moses told the Israelis, Look, the Lord has called Uri's son, Bezalel, the grandson of all from the tribe of Judah, and has filled him with the spirit of God, the spirit of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of all kinds of work. Verse 32 is amazing. He said, To make artistic designs, to work in gold and bronze. No, that's amazing. So, God might have shown Moses the tabernacle, but it takes men who are filled with wisdom and to work in all manner of craftsmanship to bring it forth. All right? So, we, we journey from there, we see that. The creativity pivots on wisdom. Now we see in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 12. He says something so profound about wisdom and creativity. He said, I wisdom dwell in prudence. He said, wisdom himself has to do with knowledge and witty inventions. So we see that by wisdom... Creativity is parted, and it's amazing. We see it all over the world. We see masterpieces, and a masterpiece is the most outstanding work of a creative artist or a craftsman. So we see a man called Solomon, and we see in Proverbs chapter eight, verse twelve. You can, if you don't mind, you can change verse twenty-two. He said, "The Lord possessed me from the beginning of His work of old." That is. All the creative acts we see in Genesis and the Lord saw and that were good, they were products of wisdom. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so we see that in the life of a man called Solomon. He said, God endowed Solomon with an exceptional wisdom and he built a masterpiece, a masterpiece that contested with every other masterpieces that existed. And that masterpiece is the temple. Oh my God. The Bible said the queen of Sheba came from the east. She came to look at the wisdom of Solomon. In 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 1 to 6, he ordered what she saw. She saw Solomon's oratory, Solomon's poem. She saw Solomon's organization. She saw Solomon's table. She saw the way Solomon's men were arranged in order. 
That is, creativity does not just bend to to um, uh, just creativity of a masterpiece. It also means to the way we order our life. You know, you get to some people's room and you're like, wow, this is amazing. This is wisdom at work. And another masterpiece that is amazing, that even is better than any other masterpiece that is existing on earth, better than the painting of Leonardo da Vinci, better than the songs and anthems and poems that have been written all over the world, better than the writings of Shakespeare. He said, for God, it, for, for, for God has created a workmanship, a masterpiece, and that is you and I in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 told us the workmanship of God. And because we are, is a workmanship in Christ Jesus, having and serving a God, putting our faith in the eternal creator. Come on, that means we have that same spirit. We have that same spirit and spore of creativity. That is being a Christian, putting our faith in Christ Jesus. Like Job said, he said there is a spirit in man, the inspiration of the Almighty that gives him understanding. So how does this influence the 21st? century christianity that is by putting our faith in christ jesus it shapes our life it shapes our culture the gospel is a light it does not just illuminate the the, the light of the gospel does not emulate uh, our souls it illuminates our mind it brings groundbreaking ideas ideas that shape cultures that shape the whole entirety of the universe just like a man called johannes gutenberg that created the printer by the reformation you know the printer is an amazing piece it's, it's a breakthrough in technology it's a breakthrough and there was a man in scripture too the bible talked about him creating a king creating engines machinery that helped him angels that, that shot arrows on the wall and all that was that was great that was awesome and i said i talk about the light of the gospel he said those who sat in darkness a great light has shone upon them that is by the reason of the gospel a great light has shone on us and we have believed Amen. And by believing that light orders our life. The Bible says that which make manifest is the light. So by having the light of the gospel, they will generate groundbreaking idea by the spirit of wisdom and revelation. For example, as I am, there is something every creative person looks for, and that thing is called inspiration. Yeah, inspiration is so key that creatives can't do anything without being inspired. And inspiration is not earthly. Inspiration is not it's not something we just wake up Monday and say, I'm inspired to do this. Um, imagine putting your faith in Christ Jesus. I know people who, who, who drink, you know, artists who, who take drugs to, to hallucinate and just enter that creative mood. But for us, it's not like that. Because we have the Holy Spirit, being a Christian, that eternal force of creation that aided God in his creativity. Because we have him on our inside. I've seen this that I just begin to pray in tongues. Maybe I have an assignment of creating a logo, a masterpiece, and I begin to pray in tongues, and somewhere, somehow, a mental picture begin to form, a mental structure begin to form in my heart. Yes, I begin to see it, and before you know, I get at it, and I get it done. So I want to tell us, Christianity is a great advantage in the creative industry because it helps our vision. It aids our mindset. There is a way we are illuminated. There is a way we see what people does not see. There is a way we can bring out that from the intangible to the tangible. There is a way we see writings, excellent pieces. You know, creativity is amazing. It's, it's mind-blowing. Just like reading mind-blowing words in paper called poems, relaxing on that delicate piece of music, pondering over a pump. It's, a, it's, it's just amazing. Creativity is so amazing. And being a Christian, it positions us better to deliver in that industry and in that sphere. So, our Father, we want to thank you for your word that has come to us, that has shown us that you are a creative God, you are a creative Father. And because we have your spirit, we are better positioned to even do more, to do more, to do creative things, to, to bring out things that will span time, that will shape our culture and influence our immediate environment. Thank you because we are helped to do this by your spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Thank you again, Brother Bolaji, for having me here. God bless you. Amen.